Hey guys, are you ready for another great episode? I hope so. This next episode, you're going to be learning how to become a U.S. licensed dentist as an international trained dentist, specifically if you are training and did your training from India. So I hope you guys enjoy it and give me some feedback at the end. Take care. Hi, this is Dr. Darwin, a new dentist coach with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the New Dentist Podcast Show, where you ask questions about getting into dental school, getting into residency, life as a dentist in the U.S., even if you're an internationally trained dentist. And uh, actually, that's today's episode. Today's episode, you're going to learn a little bit more about how to become uh, a dentist in the U.S. once and since you have uh, done your training uh, on the other side of the U.S., maybe internationally. So today, we have Dr. Navneet, Navneet I said it right, Dr. Navneet uh, from India, who is actually in the U.S. now, and uh, she contacted me, and uh, Dr. Navneet, could you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, Dr. Darwin. Um, my name is Dr. Navneet, and I did my graduation from India in 2013 and then I uh, did um, masters in pedontology and I graduated last year uh, August 2017 and then I got married and came to US then I gave my part one uh, in August and now I'm preparing for part two good 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 so you're here in the US now and uh, are you thinking about going back to India not anytime soon or are you staying here for a while no I'm staying here Good, good. So, sounds like uh, to stay here, you want to do some dentistry, huh? Right. right. <laughs> so, what's, so, what's your question? What, how, how can I help you? What's the dilemma or the issue that you're uh, trying to solve? Right. So, my question to you is, like, um, because I have done pedontology, right? Masters, I have already done masters in pedontology. I really want to ask you that, is there any way I can continue study in my field and I can practice in U.S.? Probably, probably the only way that you're going to be able to practice in the U.S. is as a resident, maybe. Um, for the most part, the main and only pathway is you've got to get licensed. To get licensed in the U.S., you have to have had training uh, from a U.S. accredited dental school. Right. Now, now the advantage, the advantage that you kind of have is an advantage and disadvantage, right? It's a disadvantage in a sense you've done four or maybe even six years of training in another country and you have to do more time in the U.S. But the advantage is there are several programs throughout the country where you can just do two years, not four, but just do two years and satisfy that requirement and then uh, potentially take a, a, a license, a licensing board in one of the states, pass it and, and apply for a license. Right. So um, like I was like searching for a few uh, postdoctoral programs and they, I just, I just emailed in UCSF and many other universities. They said that I'm eligible for this postdoctoral uh, courses like in the field of periodontology or oral surgery or whatever it is. So I'm eligible for that. So, but my question to you is when I called to uh, California Dental Board and they said, if you do these postdoctoral courses, 
so even then also you are not allowed to work outside the university you can only work in the universities so uh, is there like my main concern is this i really want to practice outside the universities also so even if i do the like residency or like uh, residency in pedontology or post doctoral programs so will i be able to work or allowed to work you got you got the information directly from the state dental board in order to practice dentistry outside of the university on patients outside of that environment you have to have a license that's issued by the state of california right and it's pretty much the same thing in other states as well you can do the postgraduate courses and i think you're talking about maybe it could be continuation courses but it also could be training right postgraduate training but when you sit for that board and when you apply for when you apply for your license you're going to have to fill out a very long application you know most of these applications one of the things that they're asking for is documentation that shows that you've either graduated from a canadian or u.s dental school so i i have a lot of mentees and people that i coach that are uh like yourself that actually go to canada right or, or, or maybe have trained in India or trained in Brazil or trained um, in other parts of the, of, the, of, the, uh, of the world and migrate and go to Canada, do uh, dental school there, whether it's four years, two years, or what have you, and then um, maybe even apply and, and, and do a residency in the U.S., right? Get additional training or get that part of that additional training, and then they're able to apply for a license in the U.S., so again, most of the dental boards, and you have to go specifically to each state because each state has different requirements, right? right? But most of them, uh, the one thing that they have similar across the entire board is they want documentation from a US or Canadian uh, accredited, CODA accredited institution. So that's the, so that's the disadvantage in a sense that you've got to go back to dental school. But I will tell you, there are many programs, um, actually where you are, you, you mentioned UCSF, uh, UCLA right. has an international program. Um, USC has a program right there in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Um, I'm not sure about Loma Linda, which is uh, another one that's a little bit south of uh, LA and then there's another new dental school called Western Western University's Health Science uh, I'm sorry Western University uh, yeah Health Science uh, University which is um, uh, south like you're going towards San Diego there's also a couple schools maybe in Arizona that you may want to consider uh, AT still in Arizona and then also in um, Nevada Las Vegas, UNLV. I'm not sure if they have an um, a, a international program as part of their, under, uh, as part of their doc, pre-doc program, but they're close. And that's why I'm mentioning those, those, uh, those schools. They're, they're kind of close to where you are. Now, now where are you in, in California? I'm in Sacramento. Sacramento. So, yeah. So, UCSF, um, maybe even the uh, University of, uh, of Pacific. I'm not sure if they have an uh, uh, international program, but all those schools that I mentioned have inquiries all the time from, from uh, dentists 
uh, international dentists like yourself. So uh, those are the schools that I would target on so that, you know, you don't have to necessarily relocate so far, especially if you're, if your your spouse is is uh, is in the area, if you were going to expand and and try to you know cast a larger net throughout the whole country throughout the United States, there are a lot of programs on the East Coast University of, of, uh, of Pennsylvania, uh, NYU. Um, I'm thinking Nova Southeastern, uh, Tufts have a lot of residents that have gone through the Tufts University two year uh, international program, BU as well. Um, so those are some other options on the East Coast, but sounds like you want to stay on the on the left side, on the West Coast, where you are. Yes, I uh, I was looking for a few options in Michigan University, postdoctoral programs in Perio also, and um, um, California Dental Board. I called when I called them, they said that um, for me it will be obligation to work uh, in the East Coast for five years. And if I do so, and then I come back to the uh, California, then I'll be allowed to work. Or I have to um, like uh, practice for two years in the rural, uh, rural state, any rural state, and then I can practice. That's right. That's right. That's another pathway of getting a license. As long as you have a license in the state, in a particular state, most other states will recognize it. And mm -hmm. if you had it for five years, for five years, without any issues with it, they will, um, they will allow you to apply to their state through a process called license by credentials. Right. But you so, still, still got to get a license in one state though. Right. So for me, like the best, uh, the best path will be to go for general dentistry first, like for like two years international program and then a residency in periodontology or whatever field I want to go in. That's right. That's right. And again, I, I have a lot of, uh, of uh, I have a resident right now that, that graduated from a school in India, actually did the program at UCL, uh, UCLA. She did a, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a program specifically for internationally trained dentists where they had a chance, they had a preview into one of the specialties in her area that she was interested in was actually pediatric dentistry. And she was able to do this uh, it's like an extern internship, uh, post-grad internship for international dentists. She loved it, loved it, loved it. So much to the point where she decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and make sure that I can practice here in the U.S. She applied to several different schools. I think her husband at the time was relocating to the East Coast. And I think he got a job in the East Coast. So she was applying to schools on the East Coast. Tufts was one of the schools she got into. She did two years at Tufts, and now she's doing. So now she's got her uh, her her uh, uh, U.S. her U.S. Uh, pre-dot um, qualification, her 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 graduation, her certificate, and everything. And now she's doing a one-year GPR, and she's still thinking about doing pediatric dentistry. So she'll probably after this after this GPR apply again, maybe stay even a second year. Mm -hmm. and general dentistry and apply to pediatric dentistry and there you go there you go she's on her pathway so as a periodontist from india you can do the same thing you can do the exact same thing it's just a little bit more investment in time and especially if you know definitely that you're going to be here in the u.s right yeah yeah so um and again there's probably a lot more people than you think that are that are uh, that are doing the same thing and have the same inquiry. So 
Uh, like I said, you mentioned UCSF. Uh, I would try University of uh, Pacific, UCLA, USC. It's down in Southern California, about six, seven hours away. Uh, but it's worth to at least be able to have a couple of different schools to choose from and apply to uh, for those programs as well. Right. So uh, I messaged UCSF also. I emailed them and they said that I can apply for the postdoctoral courses. So if I'm eligible for th those courses. To, um... Courses. Courses. See, that's different than postdoctoral program. Okay. So I'm, not, I'm not sure. You know, let's, let's make sure that we... Um, that you look into the terminology. A course is totally different than a program. The postdoctoral program means that you're uh, studying to be a specialist at that school for that particular U.S. specialty. A course it could be just a seminar. It could be once a month. It could be just one course. So, yeah, you're eligible to take the course, but that yeah. course just gives you more of a of an overview into the specialty, but it doesn't give you the certificate or the training uh, that's required to be noted to be notarized uh, 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 as a, as a specialist in the U S right. Right. So that's the difference. That's the difference. So again, of course, it's totally different than the actual training or the actual program. Um, so you just have to make sure you have that, that, cl uh, that clarification. And it's probably might be a little bit confusing, but, I'm sure they're probably talking about a particular course or maybe an externship, like I said, that like they have at UCLA. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, so was that helpful a little bit? Yes. Right. So you so you got some homework now, huh? <laughs> you, you got a couple other schools to to look into. Yes. Right. I'll check each one of them. Okay. Good. Good. Well, hey, I'm glad we were able to connect. Face-to-face, uh, -face and uh, thanks for reaching out. You said you found me on, on YouTube, correct? Right. Oh, that's great. That's great. So, hey, if you guys are listening, if this has been helpful, make sure you write a comment down below and say, yes, this has been helpful. If you have any questions, you can always send them to me right here at newdentistcoats at gmail.com, newdentistcoats at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in. If you if you like what you've heard, you like our channel, make sure you uh, – um, Push and like the uh, and the, the the actual like button and actually subscribe. I, I will be posting. I've done that. Up. Already done that. Good, good. Be sure if you have some colleagues that are that are similar to you that have some um, um, some questions or are thinking about doing the same thing. I, there's about 200 plus over 200 videos on situations and and uh, dilemmas like you're kind of faced with right now that are very helpful. At least people have have uh, given us given us some feedback and said that they've been helpful. So I'm so glad we connected. You guys that are listening and watching, make sure you check out the next video. It's going to be right over here, okay? Hey, Dr. Navneet, thank you so much. Nice talking to you, and good luck. Keep me posted on how you're, how you're doing, too. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye, bye.